The following program is sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement. Hello, Kansas City. Welcome to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Don, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Had a real good week this week so far. Looking forward to taking a few days off, Mm -hmm. maybe uh, play in the forest. (laughs) I've been busy uh, whenever I get a chance clearing brush and unwanted or dead trees on some property that I own. And I just love doing that. I, it's hard work. It's it's very physical. You get to use chainsaws and such. That's but, what you like about it. No, and uh, <laughs> some other, you know, uh, fancy devices. But anyway, I like doing that. And I can do it all day long on a weekend and feel great at the end of the day. Good. So that's, uh, I guess, my substitution for treadmills and other uh devices that will sit in the basement. Well, I got a big surprise this week, and I have to say thank you very much, Don. I appreciate it. Um, I came in on Monday morning, and went, you know what? My name is now officially on the door. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And Joy walked right past I it. I did. I have to admit it. it. When I come in on Monday especially, you know, it's just mm-hmm. everything in the building's dark because I'm usually the first one, not just in the office, but the mm-hmm. first one in the building. Yeah. So a lot of the times none of the lights are on in the hallway or anything mm-hmm. like that, and I just unlock the door and come on in and don't pay <laughs> don't pay a lot of attention to my surroundings at time I guess but uh, that was a very nice surprise so thank you for that and well earned thank you so. well let's start off talking about what it is we do at protecting your retirement because sure. with the new year it's very possible that we have some new people who are not only listening to the program but maybe they're getting really close to wanting to do something with their retirement so mm-hmm. let's start by what do we do? What is our philosophy at protecting your retirement? Our philosophy is we make recommendations to you of what to do with the money that you have to protect it, grow it, later on distribute it if necessary. The retirement nest egg has to be used to help you have enough income all through your lifetime. Or some people it's really a legacy question and that they want to protect, grow, and in an orderly way distribute the money after they're gone to the people that they want it to go to, people or organizations. We never, ever, ever lose track of whose money we are making recommendations on. And we also use the same type of recommendations for our own money and for the money of our families. I personally own four fixed indexed annuities. I own long-term care insurance. I've kind of outlived the uh, need for life insurance because not having children to raise or debt to pay off or income to replace, really. But you anyway, have family members who right. not only have long-term care insurance, but they have annuities yes. and they have life insurance. And I'm in the same boat with that, too. Mm-hmm. I Jokingly, but I'm, in, I'm being completely serious, I tell people, hey, if I would recommend this to my mom, then you know I'm giving you a good product. Yeah. Joy is fortunate enough to still have a healthy mom around and mm-hmm. has done several things to help her have help her continue her successful retirement journey. Yes. We never lose track of that it is your money we're making recommendations on. We also want to tie that to a safety concern that some people have. You read stories all the time in the major media and sometimes local about dishonest financial actors 
and some of them are licensed and regulated, or they should be regulated, and yet they manage to pull off pretty massive malfeasance or theft. We want to really make it very clear, maybe we should do this every show, that we do not have access personally to your money. If you choose to direct your money into an annuity, a long-term care, or life policy, we don't really handle the money. You don't make it out to Don and Joy or protecting your retirement. If you're paying by check or transfer, those transfers go directly to major life insurance companies that are all rated A or above. We don't take money made out to us or to protecting your retirement. And once that money is at the insurance company, we have no access to it. There are some things we can change with your permission, but we cannot use your money to spend on ourselves in any way, shape, or form. The insurance companies pay as a commission, and that's kind of a one and done. We usually get it at the very beginning of a an annuity policy or long-term care policy being issued. We don't charge any fees, so we don't get any of your money that way. So we do not have access to your money. We cannot even change a beneficiary on one of your policies without your written signature. When that written signature goes on a form to change beneficiaries, in modern day practice in the insurance industry, that signature better match up electronically with the signature you put on the original application back when you took out that policy. If it doesn't, they're going to kick back. You should not have your spouse or anyone else sign your name on an insurance application and then you yourself or they with uh, different signature patterns try to you know get at the money or try to make a change, even if it's one you told them to do. We don't personally have any way to access your money. It makes it easy to remember that it is your money, plus mm-hmm. we're pretty ethical people. And we cannot change any material fact of your contract without your consent, usually written consent. There are some minor things we can change, like addresses, telephone numbers. Anything else has to be initiated by you. Mm -hmm. However, we can help you with those things. You don't don't have to call an 800 number. You can just call our number, and uh, we'll help you with those things. Now, what I'm leading to is where I started. We see reports of malfeasance and theft all the time. Probably once a week I see where... A big brokerage, usually it's a really big ones, get fined or penalized or there are criminal uh, complaints against registered representatives or broker-dealers. An example of a firm that didn't learn from past theft. Now, you know, if a firm has a bad actor and they steal from a client, they get caught, the bad actor maybe gets some jail time or a fine, maybe gets... uh, their registration or their uh, license is canceled or suspended. And then the company that they were working with, be it a big brokerage or whatever, gets a, um, a fine or a penalty and gets ordered to set up better procedures. Maybe afterwards, um, that, that same type of theft or ripoff is not going to happen again if they have disciplined procedures and 
and care. Right, that's but, what they're being asked. Hey, put in some things that throw up some red flags if somebody's doing something that they shouldn't be. But like you said, sometimes they don't learn their lesson the first time. Right, and most of our companies know who Joy and I are because we're pretty big producers with them. But I called in yesterday to an insurance company for a minor matter, and they said right away, can you verify your date of birth and last four of your social? Even though it was a person I had talked to many times before, it's common procedure. Okay, now, here's a story. FINRA, that's the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, not a government agency. It's kind of a trade organization of brokers that deal in risk in stock market type or other types of market risk. FINRA just fined Merrill Lynch $950,000 for failing to detect that two of its registered representatives, they're also known as fiduciaries, stole more than $6 million from 13 clients of Merrill Lynch in separate schemes over the course of multiple years. Now remember multiple years because that is absolutely a key fact in this problem. From May of 2013 through November 2018, Merrill, quote, failed to reasonably supervise the transmittal of customer funds via automated clearinghouse transfers, according to the broker-dealer Self-Regulator, that's FINRA. Merrill Lynch violated uh, some National Association of Security Dealer rules, some SEC rules, some FINRA rules, and why did they get fined so much, $950,000? Well, because in 2018, January 15th of 2018, the firm terminated a registered rep for theft and other misconduct. Merrill Lynch reported that on a form in January of 2018 also, that the rep was fired for conduct that included, quote, unauthorized transactions and theft, according to FINRA. They found out in 2018 someone had been stealing from their clientele, and they fired them and they reported it. That's what they're supposed to do. Here's where it gets to be a, a much deeper problem. Back in 2012, Merrill was fined $450,000 for very similar failures. Uh, their registered reps were stealing money by initiating automatic ACH transactions to swipe money out of a client's accounts. So back in 2012, they knew they had a problem. They didn't have either software or policy and procedure to prevent it. Well, a year later, 2013, Merrill terminated a rep who had made payments in excess of $100,000 from two client brokerage accounts into her own financial accounts, including credit card accounts by externally initiated ACH transfers. Therefore, from 2013 at least, Merrill was, quote, aware of the risk that brokers could steal money from customers via ACH transfers initiated outside the firm, unquote, according to FINRA. They knew about it in 2012. They fired someone else in 2013, but they didn't correct their problems. They didn't set up new software. They didn't 
uh, developed new policies and procedures. Obviously, they got rid of the bad apples. At the time that uh, the latest representative was terminated for her misconduct, two other Merrill reps, the ones who are subject of a new regulatory action, were engaged in similar misconduct. The first rep made about 270 unauthorized ACH transfers from five client accounts, including those of four older clients, made him the transfers into his own credit card accounts for about $3.2 million. At the same time, from December 2007 through November 2018, uh, 11 years, the second rep made over 300 unauthorized ACH transfers from eight customers, mainly to pay for his credit card bills. Those transfers totaled, again, $3.2 million. I'm going to say that these big brokerages are not doing a really fantastic job watching out for your money. And even when they're found out, they don't always take the right action. And even though some of these bad actors are disciplined, many of them, actually most of them, are still in the securities industry. And I'm going to prove that to you right after our break. Yeah, you've got a way that our listeners can check on somebody. Because I know that it is a fear for some people. They don't want to go to to somebody to help them financially because they're worried about people having access to their money. So we'll tell you something you can look for coming up next. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700 online at protectingyourretirement.com. for spending a part of your weekend with Protecting Your Retirement. I'm Joy Peterson along with Don Wales and our phone number is 913-648-2700, the website protectingyourretirement.com. And talking about websites, we kind of left off with if you're working with a financial advisor or somebody in the financial world, how do we protect ourselves from that? And one of them would be to come to Protecting Your Retirement because like you said, we never have direct access to anyone's money. Right. But if we're working with a broker or a financial advisor, how do we check that, hey, this person, I want to know if they're on the up and up? Well, 
if they've ever been found to not be on the up and up or if they've even had a consumer complaint reported to their broker-dealer. The broker-dealer is someone like Merrill Lynch, Charles Schwab, Edward Jones, any of these companies that hire or contract with people who are registered with um, SEC or their regulated investment advisors. And these are the people at the retail level selling financial products. Those financial products they sell are primarily ones that have market risk, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, partnerships, real estate investment trusts, things like that. We don't do anything that has market risk, okay? So now, let's say you've heard radio or TV show, you've seen an ad in your newspaper or magazine or a senior citizen group, someone comes out and in a nice suit and tie or, or nice uh, outfit for a, a lady, might be a suit and tie also, you know, tells you they're the greatest and they're the best and their business card has a fish or a cross on it or whatever. So you think, eh, let's check them out. Write this down, and it's not really hard to even remember. If the person is working for a brokerage dealer and they have securities registrations, you can go to a website, brokercheck, B-R-O-K-E-R-C-H-E-C-K.com. All you need is that person's first and last name. Now, if it's John Smith, you might also put in what city they work in, because there's a lot of them. You go to brokercheck.com, and it'll bring up their record of uh, what type of securities registrations they have, what is their education, where are they admitted to practice in the different states, so on. But there's also a point on that site, and it's on the first page, of disclosures. If they have any disclosures, that means somebody, a consumer or a regulatory agency, maybe a state or an insurance company or brokerage, had a problem with them. If you go to brokercheck.com, that will get most of the financial industry players in it. If they're just a RIA, Registered Investment Advisor, you would go to the SEC, Securities Exchange Commission site, and look up and see what their record might be. Just because they have problems on brokercheck.com doesn't mean they're out of business. There are people on there that have stolen money, that have misappropriated money, that have acted before they're licensed to perform certain acts. So it's up to FINRA, a self-regulating club, to censor them or cancel them, or it's up to the companies they work for to fire them. But we see over and over people fired from one company end up at another. Some just don't have the standards. Why am I going into this? Some of your local people in financial advising that are in extremely fancy office buildings, in really nice campuses. They're well-known reps, have some serious problems. Look them up, brokercheck.com. Now, I'm not on there because it's been many years since I did anything in market risk. I used to sell some mutual funds. So you say, well, how do you check out Don Wales, or Joy Peterson for that matter? Here's what you do. We are residents of the state of Kansas, our primary insurance licenses are with the state of Kansas. I happen to be licensed with about nine other states. What that means is if another state has a problem with me, their insurance department, they cooperate and they tell Kansas about it. So if I did something wrong in Arizona, Arizona would tell Kansas and they'd say, oh, we've got to look at this guy. You go on the Department of Insurance website, 
you put in my name as Donald Wales, I go by Don, you put in Don and they'll find me also, and it'll show what companies I'm appointed to sell for, what licenses I have, that my continuing education's all up to date, and then under my name it will say there are no legal, I think it's no legal notices since 1998 or whenever they started keeping track of that. If it says that, it means I'm clean. I haven't looked up Joy's, but I think hers is clean I'm also. pretty sure it's pretty clean. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm still fairly new at this. I mean, I've, I've yeah. been here now for about four years. Anyhow, so you go to the individual Department of Insurance where the person is either resident licensed or non-resident licensed. I'm obviously a non-resident licensee in Missouri and several other states. But you really need to do that. Even if you're already working with someone, you know, and you have them handling your money, you know, one of the biggest firms locally a couple of years ago did some bad radio advertising, $250,000 fine. The uh, principal owner of the company forgot to uh, report a few things, 50000 fine. We've had deals where insurance companies or their uh, errors and omissions companies that back up what we do as insurance agents have paid back one guy over a million dollars in a short period of time had to be paid back to his clients because of probably failure to explain things well, things of that nature or selling unsuitable products. So 99% of us are totally honest, but there are bad apples that make people wonder about whether they can trust us. What we do know is people listen to us for quite a while before they come in. Some of them 10 to 12 more years. We've been on here 15 years. But when they come in, they often come in with all of their information ready, not to go ahead and follow our recommendation necessarily, but to be able to let us know what we're looking at. We really, really appreciate that. You know, if your friend or your coworker, your neighbor referred you to us, they've said something good about us. They certainly haven't said anything bad or else you wouldn't call and come in. If our clients repeat, and in year 2021, we had, I think, over 60 of our clients made new contracts with us, and they were already existing clients. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of our story. Also, the story of what happened to Merrill Lynch. The $450,000 fine didn't get him to change, and so Finra came around with a 950000 wow. And every one of their clients was reimbursed and made whole by Merrill Lynch. I don't know if that's to their credit or if they were ordered to do that or their marketing people told them, hey, it'd be a good idea. You give the people back the money that your representatives stole. It could be a combination of all three. Well, we focus on safety at protecting your retirement, and that's not just the safety of the products that we recommend, but also the safety of your money. We always remember that it's your money, and we want you to do good. If you if you do well with your retirement journey, then that makes us happy. I mean, there's no bigger joy, no pun intended, right. than when we sit down with a couple or a client and they say, well... I think I'm ready to retire. Yep. I think I've I've done it. I think I'm ready to make that next step. And they do it with a smile on their face because right. they have that security. They're confident, They're confident right. about it. And how are they confident about it? Because they have fixed annuities and they know that one, they cannot lose their money due to stock market risk. Right. And two, they can turn on an income 
that lasts as long as they do. And they can turn on income for a shorter time if they wish. Mm-hmm. We have people say, by golly, I'm going to wait until I'm 70 years old. I'm going to get that maximum amount of Social Security. I'm going to stick it to Uncle Sam. He's going to be paying me a lot. I need some other income, though, to carry me over until I hit that magic age of 70. And I don't think it's a magic age. I think a lot of people should be drawing it at other ages. But, that's a different but show. That's we'll a get that, yeah, we'll get that on a different <laughs> show. There are some people that are... They've been convinced that that is the thing to do, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's right, sometimes not. But they'll want income. Some of our commercials, if you listen to them carefully, you'll hear things like, between the time that you stop work and you stop, you'll need income. You're going to need income after you stop work until you stop living. A lot of times in advertising, whether it's for retirement or whether it's for mm, weight loss or a mm. medical advertisement, everybody wants a simple solution. Yeah. They want a magic pill that takes care of all of their needs. Mm-hmm. And you see that all the time, definitely, when it comes to weight loss stuff. Just give me a pill. That's all I want. Yeah. Well, we actually have, and I don't know if it's magic because it's it's real. Magic usually isn't real, but we have a pill when it comes to retirement. Well, go into that a little bit deeper and explain exactly what that pill is and how that relates to your retirement. My dad always said, keep it simple, stupid. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do that coming up next. Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Welcome back to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales and our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. And something we haven't mentioned yet today, and I want to make sure that everybody understands that, and that is that if you want to come in and talk to us or if you want to call us on the phone and talk to us, we never charge a fee for that. And I tell people all the time, hey, we're willing to help. So just come in and talk to us. We're not going to charge you, you know, $100 an hour or something crazy like that for you to get some information when it comes to your retirement journey. And we also do not have a minimum amount of assets. Now that you probably hear more than the fee part of it. You yeah, know? there's a lot of firms that they really don't want to bother with the little people. Mm-hmm. They only want people to call them if they have over... Uh, you hear 250000 or 500000 of retirement assets, and they're within X number of years of retirement. Mm-hmm. Or there's another guy that really, these are things that amuse me in a, my own way, I guess. And that is, be one of the first five callers, and we'll either send you a book or, a, or do a financial plan for you or whatever. And I just want to know how to count the number of phone calls they get and to be number six yeah, and be told that, well, sorry, we know you're a multimillionaire, but you weren't one of the first five callers. When we say we have an article or a, a list of things that you should know approaching retirement or anything of that nature, uh, actual information about the products and that that we talk about on the air, we're willing to share that in print or email or any format, you know, read it to you. We're willing to share that, and you don't have to be the first caller, mm-hmm. okay? I just think when someone is expressing a quest for education, and I am in a position to take care of that quest and to share what it is they need to know, 
that I should do it. I've been blessed. I've learned a lot of stuff by being a tax accountant for a very long period of time and then transitioning into retirement income planning starting in uh, 1988. It's uh, a lot of knowledge. I haven't written any books yet. I was I was offered the opportunity to and kind of didn't get around to. Maybe uh, it's time to do that. We'll maybe. have to look at that. <laughs> well, we left off talking about People want things that are simple. One of the criticisms of annuities a lot of times is that they're very hard to understand and you don't know what you're getting into. And there's people who criticize annuities and most of them, it's because they're making money off of managing your money. They get a fee on a yearly basis and with an annuity, like you started off in the beginning of the show, we get a commission up front. It doesn't come out of the client's money. And we service that contract all the way along, whereas there's some people who are getting that 1% per year, every year for 20, 30 years. But anyway, on to fixed annuities. We really believe that they're a good fit for almost everybody. There are a few Mm -hmm. times that they're not, but why is it that annuities are actually so versatile that they fit a lot of different needs? Joy mentioned before our last commercial weather break, that somebody who's active in the annuity business in the state of Florida actually came up with, uh, you know, how we have to have initials for everything. Yeah. This is so you with can remember, though, I Joy's guess. Joy's favorite is hug. Yes, hug. You have to cover your housing, utilities, and groceries. Yes. Okay. Well, this guy came up with pill, P-I-L-L. Everybody's looking for the magic pill. We've got pills that are not magic. They're real. Mm-hmm. They're actually guaranteed to provide. So if you look at fixed annuities, the P is uh, premium protection. No matter what, there's no risk of losing your money in a fixed annuities, either the initial investment or money that it earns over a period of time, nor can you lose additional money that you might deposit from time to time. A fixed indexed annuity offers premium protection in times of low interest rates and growth potential in times of high interest rates or high market growth. So premium protection is there. How do we define how good it is? We look at the ratings by independent credit rating organizations of the insurance companies. You have a credit score. Insurance companies have a credit score. It goes ABC. I don't think it goes down into D level because the states would have gotten rid of company by then. But anyhow, we only recommend that you put money with insurance companies rated A or better by AM Best. Now, you can also look at ratings by Standard & Poor's, Moody's, and Fitch's. We like AM Best. It's the oldest and the largest credit rating agency that really details studies life insurance companies. The I, we talked about P and PIL is premium protection. The I, income for life. Most annuities of all makes models and trim levels, can provide an annuitant, the owner, with a guaranteed retirement income for the rest of their lives. The annuitant's spouse may also receive income from the annuity, depending on the contract. Or some annuities have a feature, you can add, where the amount of your lifetime income is guaranteed to be a certain amount or certain formula from the very first day you take out the contract. That is called a guaranteed lifetime income benefit. Usually, it's a rider. 
Sometimes it's actually built into the contract. Income for life is available no matter what type of annuity it is, but you don't have to take that. The first L and pill is legacy. You can name beneficiaries to receive your annuity when you die. If you purchase death benefit riders, you can do that even with the plain vanilla multi-year guarantee annuities. Your actual annuity contract will determine how this will work. But legacy, some of our clients, as I mentioned earlier today, are not really focusing on taking money out of their annuity, but rather leaving it to people or organizations that they want to leave their money. And they don't want to say, hey, grandson, granddaughter, uh, we're going to leave you this or that. It's in the stock market. And then find out right before their demise that uh, the market had a really big problem. And so does kids aren't going to uh, get as much. With a fixed annuity, market problems are not a problem. You might not make as much in a year when the market is weak, but when the market is strong, so will you be. The other L and pill is long-term care. Many annuities include riders for long-term care. It's not really long-term care insurance as standalone, but what it does is if you are taking income from an annuity or about to start taking income from an annuity, that income can be and sometimes uh, increased by 50 to 100% if you are in need of long-term care and you cannot perform two of the six activities of daily living. Maybe you have an annuity contract with a guaranteed lifetime income of $1,000 a month. You're a single person. You need long-term care. That could go to $1,500 or even $2,000 a month for a limited period of time, generally three to five years. Generally, two and a half years is about as long as anyone stays in a nursing home. They also have a feature in a lot of them that if you do need that long-term care, then the surrender charge is waived on some contracts. Right. We have on some of our newest contracts, if you need the long-term care and you're even still in the surrender charge period of the annuity, you can take out the whole lump sum all at once Mm -hmm. without penalty. That's an IRA. I'd kind of caution against it because you get to pay Uncle Sam all at once. Right, the taxes with it. So that is the pill. Those are some of the benefits of having an annuity. Premium protection, income for life, legacy, and long-term care. So why is it that so many people need an annuity? An annuity has uh, several tax perks. And there's one argument against annuities when it's IRA money that is really a specious argument. If you hear someone say, you don't need to put IRA money in an annuity, it's already tax-deferred, yeah, it's already tax-deferred. But in a fixed annuity, it's also market risk protected. An annuity can guarantee a lifetime income, an IRA, and any other format cannot. When you hear that argument, usually it's from someone that wants to sell you a program where you're paying them a fee to manage money. And they don't like annuities because they don't like getting a commission once and then having to service it. We actually do like that. Okay, so tax perks of annuities. It has a tax perk for long-term care. If you use the interest on an annuity to pay long-term care insurance premiums, it is typically tax-free because your itemizing deductions, you can deduct your long-term care insurance premiums. So that would offset 
paying tax on the interest on the annuity. Taxes at death. If you leave a qualified or non-qualified annuity to your spouse, there are no income taxes due at the time of your death. Rollovers. You can transfer a lump sum payout from your IRA, 401k, 403b, pension or profit sharing plan to a qualified annuity without any tax consequences. In other words, your IRA, a similar plan, you've not yet paid any income tax on what it's grown or even what you've put in. When you transfer that over to a fixed annuity that's qualified, then there are no tax, no income tax due at that time. You just pay the tax later on when you take the money out. If you don't take it out and your beneficiaries take out the money, they get to pay the income tax, but they're still getting free money, remember. Deductibility. IRS allows you to take a deduction on your tax return for contributions to qualified annuities. Those are annuities that are holding money that is classified as IRA, 401k, 403b, 457, any other qualified plan, as well as SEP IRAs. So when you make a contribution or your employer makes a contribution to a uh, qualified plan, then you have a tax deduction up to a certain amount of the money that you put into that plan. And that amount just got increased a little bit for year 2022. Not a real big increase. Exchanges. An IRS code section 1035 exchange allows you to exchange non-qualified annuities. That's annuities that do not hold IRA qualified money tax deferred for another non-qualified annuity. If a contract doesn't have really up-to-date features, maybe there's a better contract available or a higher interest rate, or if a contract has matured, you can roll it over or exchange it to another non-qualified annuity contract and not pay any income tax on what has grown in the original contract or the previous contract. Don, I'm going to stop you right there for right now. But when we come back here in just a moment, I want to talk about the difference between qualified and non-qualified. And are there any limits to what you can put into a non-qualified account? So let's talk about that in just a moment. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700. Online at protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. 
This is Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales and our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Don, you mentioned that annuities can be qualified or Mm non-qualified. We can do both into an annuity, but both of them are tax deferred no matter which type you have. That's correct. But there's limits to what you can put into a qualified plan. Certainly. Qualified plans, the most common are 401k and IRA and Roth IRA. All of those have limits on how much you can contribute and how much of your employer may contribute. What qualified means is they qualify under a law called ERISA, Employees Retirement Income Security Act. That goes back quite a ways, into late 1970s, I believe. So if it's a RISA qualified plan or IRA, you're limited on how much you can put in every year. Now, when I become president, there will be no limits on how much you can contribute to a qualified plan, mm. and there will not be any required minimum distributions that you have to take out at a certain age. That I agree with. That None of that suppo- is probably going to happen, okay? But anyway. Isn't there also a limit, like if you make too much money, yeah. you can't add to your IRA? and, and exactly. I mean, there's lots of different... They have income limits. Mm-hmm. They have income... They have limits uh, that are not equal for single versus married. And so all of this is, uh, to me, a lot of baloney. I could say something else. So what can you do to kind of offset that well, when it comes to non-qualified money, which would be anything that you can't put into an IRA? Right. A non-qualified account, a non-qualified fixed annuity perhaps has no dollar limit on how much you can put in any year or over a period of time. Just recently handled approximately a million dollars for a young person who had some money, it was not IRA, it had never been involved in an IRA, and wanted to open up an annuity for both income and growth. And so no contribution limits. Now, some of our annuity products have a limit. Generally, they're about a million or a million and a half per policy, but we just use more policies, mm-hmm. maybe use a couple of different companies. When it comes to suitability, though, mm-hmm. we can't take somebody's entire nest egg and put it into an annuity, correct? No, we cannot. Mm-hmm. No, we have to be able to show on paper that the person has other money, like available for emergencies, that their income is not so skimpy that they would have to all the time draw into the annuity for making ends meet. And pay a surrender or something like that. pay a surrender charge Mm -hmm. or whatever. Now, there are immediate income annuities where the purpose is to provide income starting right away. We have some fairly strict suitability requirements, and they're all based on information you tell us. We don't have CPAs or accountants doing an audit. So why should somebody choose to get an annuity? There are many situations, either age-related, income-related, or uh, even health-related, where you would want an annuity. And again, we only recommend fixed annuities and fixed index annuities, not variable. Risk-adverse buyers in their 30- and 40-year-old age ranges prefer safe investments to grow their savings. Some of them go way beyond their tax-advantaged retirement accounts, their brokerage accounts, and they select annuities for that safety and growth and equitable distribution later on. We're seeing more young people that I think they're hearing stuff from their dad and mom at the table about risk, market risk. You know, it's been 13 years or so since we've had a really major problem with the stock market, but yet people that are old enough remember that. Well, I'm in the Gen X generation, and we're just on the cusp of being old enough to retire. I guess some people, if they, you know, retire early, Mm -hmm. are there already. But we're really in that not too far out Mm -hmm. from retirement. So we're thinking about it a whole lot more. 
I think one of the things that people are realizing is that especially our generations and the ones to follow are not going to have guaranteed income like pension plans. Or profit sharing plans. Right. So they have to set up their own type of pension, which would be an annuity that can deliver a lifetime income. Whenever we have young clients, 30s or 40s, and they're coming in and they're selecting annuities, I think 100% of them also have a 401k or 403. They yeah. want to do mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. for themselves for the future because they don't have pensions. Many reasons can lead someone in their 50s or 60s to choose an annuity. As retirement approaches, many annuity holders are seeking safe places to store and grow their retirement savings. Others are drawn to the guaranteed lifetime income features. People, um, we're talking about again, their 50s or 60s. Annuities are often chosen by those in their 70s as a source of income. You'll uh, occasionally see people in their 70s or 80s purchasing annuities for other reasons. Uh, Just as with any age bracket, they place a premium on financial security and the certainty of income. So no matter your age, if you're designing your retirement plan, we can do that for you, by the way, and no charge, then you should factor in annuities. There are also some time and life events where an annuity would make sense. If retirement is approaching or you've already retired, a lot of our clients have, and you have a limited amount in your retirement accounts, you might want to take some of that limited amount, get it into fixed annuities, so that that kind of builds another threshold of lifetime income to supplement Social Security or whatever else you have. If your 401k has been maxed out or your income is too much to contribute everything you want to to a qualified plan, you can use a non-qualified annuity. And probably the main reason, if it worries you that you won't have enough money in retirement, enough income in retirement, then you need to look at fixed annuities. Mm -hmm. They can provide that income. 2020 was definitely a rough year, and it was for the annuity world as well. Annuity sales dropped in 2020. They've made this big comeback in 2021. But I really think, and from some of the stuff that we've been reading, that 2022 is going to be the year of the annuity. Yeah, it's been described already as as that. In our own practice here at Protecting Your Retirement, we have people we're talking with on a fairly regular basis that we started talking with them in 2021. Oh, I don't know. I could easily uh, come up with six, seven names, probably people who we know that they're going to try and retire early in 2022. Mm-hmm. Some of them even communicated that to their employers already and resulted in getting raises or begging them to stay on. Oh, we're seeing that a lot too, <laughs> saying, hey, I'm going to go. And they say, oh, but we'll give you more if you stay, <laughs> which is a good incentive to keep working You can work a from uh, home and we'll pay yeah. rent. <laughs> yeah. One of the big reasons is because we are reaching that peak time of people turning 65. We're still a few years out from the, the top of the peak of people turning 65. I think that comes up in 2024. But every year as we head closer to that, more and more people are reaching that age. and deciding that they're going to retire. And what a lot of these people are really realizing, I guess, is that it's not about the size of their retirement nest egg. It's how do you make it last? How do you turn that into an income Mm. that can last as long as you do? And an income that you're not really managing, taking it out of your nest egg. Mm -hmm. You know, you let the insurance company tell you how much it's going to be, guarantee how much it's going to be, and it ends up in a an automatic deposit into your checking a savings account. Yeah, which is different than what you see with the Secure Act. The Secure Act part of it said that 401ks now have to start telling people what could be their income. Yeah, 
I think it's good that 401 and other types of plans, brokerage accounts that are qualified money, have to tell people on an annual statement that if this amount of money is still there when you... Um, if it's still there. If it's yeah. still there when you retire, it can produce uh, this much income. Now, that income projection is based on a single life annuity where the money stops the day you stop breathing and you don't have a death benefit. It's not a pure annuity in that sense of the word, but it's a it's a good start. They'll say, okay, if you got 250000 in your 401k, you retire at age uh, 65, here's how much you should be able to expect from that nest egg. Now, it is an illustration which... We also call a projection, a guess, an assumption. A hypothetical. And a hypothetical. Those illustrations are not a guarantee. Even if they appear to be a fairly low amount of income versus the amount of the uh, nest egg, they're not guaranteed. And the only way to have a guaranteed lifetime income is to have a fixed annuity preferably a fixed annuity that also have a guaranteed lifetime income rider because that would pay more than just the annuity itself simply annuitized. That's a provision in the SECURE Act, and we're going to start seeing it on your annual statements. You know, that provision is probably directed more to people who are not fully participating in their 401 or 403, maybe as a nudge to put more in, get a higher match from the employer, don't take loans against it. Well, like you said, that's an assumption. They're assuming mm. that the market isn't going to go down between the time that they send you that statement and the time you retire. Yes. If you're 20 years old and you're working and just out of college and you've got a 401 and they say, oh, you have this much in it, uh, if you work another 40 years and then uh, you can look at this type of income, a lot of corrections can happen in 40 years. No and kidding. You ought to go to the HR department, actually don't do this, and say, hey, what if the market continues to go up by 10 or 20 points a year? What will I be worth then? Well, that'd be great. But what happens if it goes down by 10 right. or 20%? Even once. Right. And so. especially if you are on that cusp of retiring and mm -hmm. you don't have the time to make it up. You know what? We are out of time again. We've got so much more to cover. But we just, I mean, we get so involved in this and we quickly, quickly run out of time. So Our table is right now covered with information, articles, brochures, a computer, and a microphone. Stuff that we could cover with you. But you know what? We can cover all of it. All you have to do is sign up for tutoring. That is, you make an appointment with us of protecting your retirement. Whatever questions you have, we're going to either answer or find the answer. Mm -hmm. And the only dumb question is the one you do not ask. So exactly. please come in and talk with us. We'd be happy to help you have that successful retirement journey. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Have a very happy, safe, and healthy week. We will see you next time on Protecting Your Retirement.